0: Hello and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we are the Sherman sisters. This week we watched the Kate Winslet and Saoirse Ronan Ammonite, mm-hmm. um, which we have some thoughts about. Mm-hmm. But before we start talking about it, bitch, let's sync up. Oh, sure. What have you been up to? Thank you for asking. Um, I am still steady boring. Um, I, mean, I in, you, you did some interesting things this weekend. I suppose I did. Yeah. Um, what did I do? You played Uh, basketball? I played basketball. That was honestly so fun. Yeah. Uh, I need to work on the fundamentals of the game. Um, (laughs) You famously are the sports twin. I am the sports twin. I used to be really good at at scoring baskets. Yeah. Um, You wouldn't know that because I rode a lot of bench. Um, (laughs) But, and that was because I had no stamina. (laughs) Uh, But But now- You can't build stamina unless you're like told to be out there. Like- Exactly, and at practice, I was not motivated uh, right. because I was never going to be out there. <laughs> so it was really just a matter of like being twelve and having a lot of inertia. <laughs> um, but I actually I find that I uh, like in terms of the. Um, cardio element of it yeah it was exhausting but that was actually really fun yeah um it's like a, a good, good kind of exhausting. of exhausting yeah it was great yeah uh and but i can't shoot for shit really um, yeah not anymore it's really depressing i need to i mean the good thing is like i enjoy that and yeah. i can work on it and that'll be a fun little, like a little hoop i thought about that yeah um but it's so me and emily are um we are a twosome um in the game of basketball, that is what they call it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and our team name is Fajita Meat. Love but, that. Uh, it just feels right. Yeah. the Heat, bring the heat. We're gonna sizzle, y'all gonna fizzle. <laughs> Not a lot of fun things. A, trash a talk. hot plate coming through. <laughs> 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 and then the other team was the Angels. <laughs> just the Angels? Well, we call them the bullshit angels. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. and so that's uh, Anna and Dirty, we thought it would make sense to put them on a team because Anna is 5'10 and Dirty is 5'1. Yes. And M and I are both, like, relatively medium height. About hyped. the same, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not fair. <laughs> we picked the two most athletic ones oh, to be no. our... I was going to say Dirty is also... also she's she describes me as scrappy. Uh, scrappy. She, yeah, I know, she, yeah, she's, I know she's, her to like 100% scrappy. muscle, and yeah. Anna's, like, famously, like, a homegrown athlete. Um. But it was so much fun. Uh, Nicole made a house divided shirt that just said meet angels on it. I saw that. And that was danced cute. the whole time. Uh, like, Good for her. Yeah, it was. I mean, and I, she'd be like, you like, need a pump up song? And I was like, yeah, I would like Justified and Ancient <laughs> by the KLF, featuring Tammy Lynette. And then. Let me go to youtube.com, the only place that exists on the internet. So annoying. Jenny showed up at halftime wearing a shirt that she had bleached that said, Show me your fadge. Um, for fajita meat. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, during halftime, Emily was like, Molly, we are not good athletes, but maybe we can close our eyes and visualize winning. And so he like <laughs> yeah. did a little quick meditation and opened our eyes and Nicole was just, um, you know, acting, what was it in 30 Rock where she's like a jazzy dancer for the mm-hmm, Knicks. Like mm-hmm. it was very that dance style. Uh, then Craig and I went for a, um, it wasn't honestly in terms of the, the hikes that we've done, it wasn't that long. Um, it was three miles. It felt like it was uphill the entire way. Was, was this after you played, played basketball? This was on, uh, yeah, on Monday. Yeah. Um. I'm sure so there was some soreness. There was some soreness. We literally called a lift from the trailhead <laughs> oh, so that we wouldn't yes. have to turn around and go back. Um. So, your girl, your girl a little tired. Yeah. I put that CBD balm that mom raves about on my legs yeah. last night and it made me smell like chicken stock. I don't I think, think that, that stuff smells, smells good. good. It's It works, but it, um. Yeah, no you're you're going to smell like someone's soup house. Oh, you yeah. know, when, like someone has a house that smells like soup. Yeah, yep. yep I, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. It yeah, it was soup house. Um uh, But yeah, then I've been laying around, I've been reading that uh, Mary Magdalene Revealed book oh, um yeah. by I'd Megan Waters <laughs> the library. My god, it is good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I basically didn't know anything about like the apocryphal um, gospels. <clears throat> Me neither. Um and the Gnostic gospels as well. Yeah. yeah. But essentially uh, everything that we deem as kind of woo-woo has uh, been there. Yeah, yeah. It has. Yeah. Um and not just like like, like, like I, I think a lot of times like evangelical Christians, Christians are like, Oh, that's, that's like not, not from our <coughs> tradition. That's like an Eastern thing or whatever and it's like no, it's first of all, Christianity, Christianity was born in the East. Yeah, but, if you, you know, but it's also. from the same area, though. Right. Um, and also, same time period. Right. These were um, widely accepted as right. gospels at the time, but it was the Fergan Council of Nicaea that codified it and made it a more state-friendly religion. Right. Um, I Ooh. would encourage everyone to look at the Council of Nicaea, the yeah. whole history. Because um, if you want to know why women aren't really allowed to pop off in church, it's because a few dudes felt threatened. Yeah. Um. Anyway, all I this can't season. wait to borrow that copy from you when you're done. Cause... Yeah, so good. Good gracious, I was like a quarter of the way through it, and every time I would like read something, I'd be like, "Whoa, hold up!" And then yeah. like I have to kind of stare off into the middle distance for like ten minutes. So no, it's a it's a rich text. Um, yeah, and it's like there's the. Did you get to the part where she talked about the cool synchronicity of um, the uh, Gospel of Mary Magdalene, like being at Carl Jung's? Um, no. Like, I guess it was whatever facility he was working at, but, like, they stored it there for a while. And he oh, had, like, had some thoughts on, like, the church needing to be restored under, like, a mother figure. Oh, okay. interesting. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, it was just cool stuff. Yeah. Um So, anyway, <laughs> uh, I don't think I ever would have, like, come to that book on my own, but I think you had recommended it, and I heard about it from Kevin Garcia's yeah. podcast. Um, anyway yeah good, good for all whether you grew up in the Christian faith or not, yeah, um, exactly., yeah. It's like an interesting um an interesting figure that we like don't actually know that much about, yeah, no, so. super, super cool. She wasn't a prostitute, so um, yeah, not and if she was, that would have been cool too, but she just wasn't, but yeah, but yeah she, she wasn't. wasn't. And like, yeah, yeah that That's was like, like another way, like whorephobia, historically, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like conflating her with being a sex worker was kind of like a way, way to, like de-legitimize, delegitimize her message right. so. Which that's is two things that we need to, like, untangle, untangle that. on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Anyway, that's what I've been up to. Your girl been reading. She been walking. She been reading Playing and walking. Playing a little basketball. Good for you. Occasionally watching um, Amanda Leporian, as you call it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, how are you? What have you been up to? Um. We, I'm good. We, um... On the weekends we, we do takeout, which was you know that's like our big. We looking forward to it for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Woo! Um, so we got 40 North Pizza on Friday night, and it rips. it rips so hard. We watched the next episode of the Mayor, Mr. Mayor, which like, we've seen the first three episodes. It's very funny. Andy McDowell's in the third episode, oh. like as herself. There's a big celebration for Nicole. Oh yeah, I know. I was like, Nicole hates her. I kind of get it. I do too a little bit. She's kind of fakey, fakey. Yeah, and that uh, she can't act out, uh, around the accent. No. 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 Yeah. And, and it's also one of those things, things where I'm like, like okay, I'm, I, I think, think she's, she's from like Alabama or something. Like Carolina. South. South Carolina. South Carolina. Okay, okay, well, our mom is from South Carolina, Carolina. Mm-hmm. and she, she hasn't lived, lived there, there for probably as long, long as Andy McDowell, McDowell hasn't lived there. there. Mm-hmm. And why does our mom have a non-regional dialect? Oh, she chose that. I yeah. mean, it's I, literally like, I feel like um, you always just have the choice. You can at any time choose to have a non-regional dialect. I kind of think so, like, or rather, like, um, if you have a regional dialect, I think at any point it's sort of your birthright to go back and get it. Right. right. But, but like, like, if you're an, an actor, actor, you should be able to not oh, have it. right. But if you're an actor, maybe don't. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, it's not always supposed to be there for the role. <laughs> right. Not every, every character is from South Carolina. Like, uh, in what was that movie she was in the, it was, like, Not Knives Out, but. Yeah, okay, okay. I was trying to remember the name of it, too. Out. Uh, you know, Not Knives Out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ready or Not. Yeah. yeah. Good movie, yeah. Set in clearly New England, yeah. Not but she's Carolina. Carolina. Hi there, y'all. <laughs> oh, we oh, we watched watch Knives Out, out again weekend. this weekend. How was that, girl? That movie is. I, I don't I have, have any notes, honestly. honestly there's no notes. <laughs> it's so she good. She has no notes. It's, it's a, a perfect, perfect movie, movie, as far as I'm concerned. Interesting, because, because the thing the is, you've seen it, it, right? Oh yeah. Um, I also, also think it's, it's very charming, charming that Ryan Johnson and Karina Longworth are married. Oh, I know. I do too. What I mean. Just Just a perfect perfect pair of, like, two film buffs. They're just good nerds, nerds, you know? Like, kind of nerd. And you can tell with Knives Out that that he, like, because he wrote the the script, too, that he, like, studied that film genre, genre, which I don't feel feel like movies happen like that very often anymore, that that kind kind of, like, classic classic whodunit, Agatha Christie type thing. It's a shame because it's kind of the best. It's kind of the best. It's like, you know, you get to use your thinking muscles, you get surprised at the end. It's like, and, um, but it was, like, it's got, got, like, funny beats, beats and sad beats, beats and, and it's just a good, just, mm-hmm. just a classic And Tony Collette. And Tony Collette, honestly, Colette, one in one of the many roles of her lifetime. Who made a list of our possible Venusians. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she, she is. is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I, is. I really, I could see it. I can yeah. see it. She also has, like, kind of an otherworldly look. She does. Mm-hmm. She's, um, God. The, I, watching her in that movie, like, dancing and, like, wearing these, like, boho outfits, even, even though she's, she's rich as hell, as hell I was like, that's how I'm trying to be. You know what? Claim that for yourself. That's my North Star. Like, I want to be some... Rich, clueless, boho bitch. I think that is a completely valid desire, <laughs> and I'm here to support it. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not even. I'm not even funning. Like, <laughs> go get it. Um, but anyways, uh, Parker was like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yes. Yeah. I want. I want like a dumb, clunky turquoise ring on every finger. Oh God, I can't <laughs> wait to interact with you when you've decided to be stupid. Oh, it's gonna be so much fun. No, like, like I, I am a dumb, dumb bitch often you I want like, to be i dumb feel like bitch. i can <laughs> you want to be a dumb bitch so bad <laughs> but, <laughs> but honestly like i don't know yeah i, I think, think no i just like let it go like how nice would it be just to let it go <laughs> just, like, just, just be kinda, dumb just gonna be dumb yeah okay. i mean i'm i am on a path to basic yeah, yeah oh no see yeah that's the thing i don't, don't want to be like, like i don't want like, like to be like the uncute kind of dumb, dumb where it's like i don't care about serious that could never happen you know what i mean like oh but i mean You could care less. I could care care less. but I care a lot less, actually. I, like, (laughs) want to, like, help, you know, make make the world better. You know what? You could just put a recurring payment to whatever organization you feel is actually tactically doing things. Yeah. And throw your phone in the trash. (laughs) And then go be fun and dumb.
1: (laughs) There's, like, literally
0: nothing morally wrong with that. (laughs) (laughs) True. Well, I don't know. I I do think think it's, it's, like, good to, like... Read, read things, things that continue to grow my empathy. You know, yeah. Et I don't. I don't worry about that with you. Okay. Yeah. Well, Just good to hear. Uh, I don't know. Disconnect. very caftan. Oh, uh, trust, trust me. me. I, I love, love a caftan. caftan. <laughs> um. Anyways, so we yes. Watch we watched Knives out. out. Um. Oh, we also started Wandavision. Hmm. <laughs> which I want to watch. That is so good. good. Y'all should. Yeah. Should, should watch it. I like that. I mean, I keep Paul Bettany alive as well. You know, I'm not sure that we should renew that oh really yeah awesome. uh some texts between him and one jonathan depp
1: came oh, okay. to light
0: <laughs> um i mean ew. in regards to the amber heard divorce oh gosh that were not particularly flattering to mr bettany i was like wow if you're on his like close friends list re-evaluate. i mean evaluate yeah, i think the the most i mean it's awful but um I think it's like pretty gross to want to be Johnny Depp's friend. Right. Because he's um, even like abuse aside, just like kind of a dork. Yeah. And yeah, he's just, just kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of <laughs> naughty. Like men that cling to youth and that specific aesthetic is you I will. mean, I feel, I feel like, like um like the hard rock, rock cafe. Look. Yeah, like remember mystery? Oh, up Come on. I feel, I feel like do, oh, whole, do you remember mystery? <laughs> his whole thing <laughs> was like Johnny John Depp, Depp cosplay. You know? Think? Uh-huh yeah it's gross it's just it just makes my skin crawl yeah but But also this is another thing that bothers me and And I think think we've probably discussed this on this very podcast before before, but the the way way that like movies are just so okay with casting a 49 year old -old Paul Bettany Mm -hmm. against a 31 year old Elizabeth Olsen and and we're just supposed supposed to think think, oh yeah they're they're about the the same same age right right? yeah why do we do that it's Misogyny. misogyny Mm. yeah and it it's getting it's getting weird it's getting <laughs> kind of weird <laughs> Uh oh also listeners uh just a side home. note uh i listened back to last week's episode and heard some egregious examples of myself swallowing on mic oh did you so, so when I, I swallow kombucha today i will attempt chip. to pull back i'm, I'm gonna go so in sorry. further <laughs> <laughs> I you guys want I'm going to gonna gonna my... give a little throat ASMR to the girl? <laughs> you <guys> want to <laughs> hear this, this esophagus, esophagus do? I it's mean, worked. come on. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. So, WandaVision. Uh, I'm not like a Marvel, Marvel girl. girl. Um, I, I mean, mean, not that there's, there's anything wrong with Marvel, Marvel movies, movies or uh, whatever. I mean, it's just not film. It's just like <laughs> it's, it's not, not if you're if you're Marty Scorsese. Did he say that? Yeah, he got he got uh roasted. No, I mean he was just the disc horse for (laughs) a minute about that. I mean, the thing is, he's not wrong. Right. They're They're entertaining. entertaining. Like, it's it's a a unit unit of entertainment. entertainment. They are, like, the most prime example of how, like, the studio system now relies on Chinese markets. Yeah. Like, because you don't need to do a lot of... Um, work work to make make those work to make them work in any other language and also when they're like we put a gay person in there they also put one that can easily be removed because it's like 30 seconds of a a smooch it's never going to be central to the story right of course not not. oh Oh, gosh and the studio system system is honestly like reinvented reinvented in that way too because, because like the Those people, people are like, like Marvel Studios, Studios property. Well, functionally. <laughs> and to add another little layer on top of that, uh, there's also, um, they're also like straight up military propaganda. Uh, <laughs> <boop>. <laughs> like, <laughs> <boop>. <laughs> sorry, they are, sorry, yeah, kind of fun sometimes, sure, but like, um, you know, but anyways, the it's reason that no I was getting. sold on WandaVision what was one, one Miss Catherine Hahn. Oh, you, I mean, come on, I mean, come on. Honestly, the the woman woman does not miss. She just doesn't. Ever. ever. And I was reading some, like, tweet or some article about her, and they were saying, like, the magic of Katherine Hahn is that she is so able to perfectly ascertain the vibe of whatever it is she's in and match it every time. And, like, this one, it's, like, it changes every episode. Mm -hmm. So, like, the first two, the first one's, like, Dick Van Mm Dyke-esque and like the intro looks like Dick Van Dyke. The second one is kind of like bewitched. Um, so it's in the sixties and it's like the next one will be like seventies. Like at the end of the sixties one, vision starts to like turn into color, and then like the whole house turns color, and so it's like, oh, the next episode's gonna be seventies and Mm -hmm. it's gonna be in color and whatever, all the fashions have changed between the first two episodes. But I watched the trailer for the whole season. Oh, I saw that. And, and I was like, like oh my god, Catherine Han's going to be, like, spooky. We we get, like, every kind of Catherine Han. I mean, oh, did you, have what you watched I Love I, I haven't. Why? I don't no, know, I guess I just, like, the, the premise was, like, she's in love with Kevin Bacon, Bacon. and I'm like, You will, um, you will understand. Wait. Well, I mean, mean I there's nothing, mean nothing wrong with Kevin Bacon, Bacon but I'm just like. Okay, say that again a little bit louder. No, I mean, when you get it, when you watch the show, you will get it. So how many episodes? A, it's, a short, it's like short. It's six episodes. Okay, six so it's a short, short investment. investment. Yeah, it's set in Marfa, and Bobby Kalindra is in it. Oh, okay. Well, like what are what? What can I do here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I just told you about the perfect show. <laughs> what do I need to do to get you into this show today? Right, like good stuff. Six like, like one hour episodes? No, or? they're a half hour. Oh, really? really? Oh, it Reload, like a three-hour investment. Yeah. Okay, okay. okay. It's, it's on, on Amazon, Amazon Prime? Prime? Yeah. I do I love Katherine like Hahn. Yeah, I mean, and you, you can't not. I was trying. And to... she's so funny and clueless. and yes. too. she's, like, uh, kind of deranged. Okay. okay. Like, like the how I'm, I'm trying be? to be, or? No. no, <laughs> <Okay>. no. <laughs> <laughs> Not fun dumb, just, like, embarrassing No, dumb. because she's, like, an intellectual dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, that <laughs> is kind of how I'm trying to be uh, I don't want that for you. <laughs> okay. No, just like lean into it. Let people like, m- like underestimate you. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> you know, actually, you should the, be like an Elwood's Woods dumbass. One of the, one of the best, best compliments, compliments I've ever been paid is when Jenny was telling a story to me about how she was talking, talking to Jordan and she goes, and Lindsay's actually really smart. <laughs> And she was like, like that came out wrong like, and I was like no it came out perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I love for you people said to think what you I'm said. stupid. <laughs> and I appreciate it. <laughs> and, and then to be surprised. surprised you yeah. know, anyways, but, but- should I'm we start talking about, about this flick? Oh, sure. Sure, sure. Um. Okay, so Ammonite uh, was going to be a big theater drop. And yeah. Then, uh, you can tell film. it was like awards bait. Oh, I mean. For days. And there's something kind of humbling about watching those on your TV and realizing um, that's, that's like the like 150 of 150 people's hopes <laughs> dashed. Well, that, but then also it's like there's such a feeling of gravitas when you go to theater yes. for this. And then like when you're at home, you're like... All right, yeah, like, I mean like I don't know there's there's two sides to that coin where it's like you would probably enjoy the movie a lot more if you couldn't take notes on your phone, right, but, exactly um but I don't know, i award season is one of those things I'll be curious to see how that's changed after this ah! Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yo, no. yeah, no, I'm good i um listener, I had my hand on the mic stand um and applied just enough pressure to accidentally. <laughs> Like, Shut it down into what? What would you call this? It's home. It's yeah. casing. In the face. F- yeah. Are you gonna f- have like a blood blister? blister? No. Okay. Uh, the flesh of my palm went with it, I'm trying to fit into it like so many jeans. <laughs> And it kind of hurt. Surprise. Uh, so Ammonite is um, set in the 1840s, 1830s? I would I guess so, yeah. Because Mary Anning was born in 1799. Yes, and it's kind of near the end of her life because she did not live very long. No. So. Um, um, she was in Tig's book, her little... Um, no way. Her little, like, Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls book. Oh, cool. And it's, it's like, an interesting thing where... I don't know. No, I, I feel like on the, the surface, like, trying to describe what she did, did is kind of like, like, well, she found, she found these, like, fossils. That's kind of cool. But, but I'm like, like they really, really make it look, look like grueling, grueling work. And it should not pay her, her very much. No. She was doing what I thought I wanted to do when I was, like, six years old, which was, yeah. like, dig till you yeah. find dinosaurs. Um, yeah. Yeah, because geology was a really relatively new um, field, field of, of discipline study. at yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, so a few interesting things I've learned about her is that she was, um. what is the word? It's not... It's a it's a kind of Protestant, <laughs> uh, three words kind of Protestant. <laughs> um, basically, it was like they broke from the Church of England, but they were um, Protestants not, and not Episcopal. Episcopal. Not Episcopal. Uh, at least that was not like the the time the name of the time. I am looking her, up. Um, but her oh, a dissenter, a dissenter. Yeah. yeah, her pastor had said um, like. Two important things are like, you know, there's some homily that was like, A, uh, the earth is 4,000 years old. Uh, B, you guys should get into geology. It seems fun. Like, (laughs) just... (laughs) To prove (laughs) that it's not. Yeah, yeah, Right. Um, So, she's from this, like, small town called, like, something Lime. Okay, it's Lime um, Regis. Lime Regis. It's near Dorset, which actually, I know a girl from Dorset. It It looks looks absolutely absolutely effing miserable. It really does. I was like, like, I generally... Think, think that, that most of England is gorgeous, but, but this I was just like, like well. It, the impression that the movie is very much giving is yeah. that the sun does not come out in this town. Right. Well, well I and I was reading, reading here that, that apparently she, she did most, most of her work during the winter months because landslides exposed new fossils. Oh. And she and had to collect, collect them quickly, quickly before they were lost to the sea. sea. Yeah, I mean, it's dangerous work too. She, like, lost a dog. Oh, my like, God. Like, while she was out there. And then, like, in a letter she wrote to Charlotte, she was like, you're going to think I'm silly that I'm, like, so upset about my dog dying in front of me. And it was like, Wait, Charlotte's, Charlotte's a real person? person? Yeah, no, Charlotte's a r- Charlotte Murchison is a real person. Oh, I didn't know that. I assumed she was, like, made up for the story. Story. No, no, what? No, okay. Let's let's talk plot, and then I'll tell you the little bit of research I did. Okay, because I also did. I, I realized that Elizabeth, Elizabeth which is Fiona, Fiona Shaw, was a real person that was like a collaborator, collaborator of hers. Okay, see, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um. So this, the, I mean, and there's not a lot of plot, so we'll get through this yeah, quickly. It's pretty short. short. Um. So this is set in the eighteen thirties or forties, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit unclear. In um this coastal town near Dorset, where Mary Anning was just like a local woman, son or daughter of a carpenter. Yeah. Um, she was one of ten kids, only two of which survived. Oh, that, <sighs> that was such a sad Oh my gosh. Fart. Yeah, and th- you know what's crazy is back then if you like lost a kid, you would just sort of name the next one after them. Which, which is so just, like, kind of recycled name. So she was like weird. the second Mary. Oh. Yeah. Um so she uh was like a very prolific um exhumer yeah. of uh fossils. Yeah. Um, But the geological society and a a few other societies that men would have run in just did not allow her in. So they would take her stuff, like the ichthyosaurus is in the um, British Museum. Yeah. But, and like, you know what, like probably nominally pay her. Yeah. Um, And so she sort of eked a living out that way. She did have a shop. Um, She had to close it at some point. And, and she, she said, said she was like selling like, like, like shells, little like, like shell, shell seashells and whatever like notions. Yeah. Um. She, she said, said it was like, like first like souvenirs like, for tourists, but it's like, like who's going, going to Dorset? I don't know. In the winter, winter months? months, she's caring for her infirm mother. And um. Like, I have, I have to say too, really, really quickly before we the, the atmospherics in the first time. ten minutes, you, you hear the, the wind whipping like the entire time. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and she sleeps, sleeps with a single, single candle next to her. Oh I'm God, like, that's not, not going to warm you up, baby. baby. I freaking love an Ebenezer Scrooge ass room, though. I know, but I'm uh-huh. like, that's that's like, like your source, source of warmth of trying to go sleep. to sleep. It didn't make it make sense to me. Right. I, um didn't walk didn't jog just sprinted to the subtitles the yeah. second bridget jones's mom opened her mouth <laughs> what was it, that she lady? said <laughs> marble <laughs> mouth yeah yeah um, oh, so anyway at some point i think his name is reginald murchison yeah, yeah whatever, whatever it is, he's, he's like, like uh, as played by Mr. James McArdle, who you would recognize on Sarah Ronan's arm because he played her James, brother. her brother in Mary Queen of Scots. He, he looked, looked very different. different. He looked um really hot in Mary Queen of Scots. I was going to say in this one like, he's like a white man. You know. Know. yeah. When you remove the beard, mm-hmm. bye. Yeah. yeah, he also had like his hair like um. Like in rated interesting. interestingly. Yeah, like a like a hairband. Yeah, too. Yes, yes, it wasn't a hairband. There's like something about being like wild and hairy and Scottish. And Scottish. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. There it is. So, That's my type. There it is. <laughs> so he is her husband. I would say that their marriage is chilly. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> really, really chilly. Like, like she had just had, had an, a miscarriage, and, and rather like he's like, he's like, like well, the, they they said that you need rest. But, but like, like, I'm obviously not the person to care for you. Like, he clearly, clearly just, just wants to, like, ditch her in this town so he can go off and, like, have his adventure. Yeah. He's going to he go on some excavation or some who knows, excursion of some sort. So he just, like, just he, he wants to go with Mary to, to like, look at fossils. And mm-hmm. then after, like, one day, he's like, cool, I got my <laughs> fossil. I can check, check that off. Up. Um. Anyways, I'm going to leave my wife here. here. Is it cool if you watch my wife? Yeah. Yeah. The scene he takes Saoirse, the character's name is Charlotte Murchison, um, to a restaurant and orders for her he like gets himself some larded oysters some steaks some, a full bottle of claret and then he drops like the worst six word story it's so which is said plain, plain white, white fish, fish baked no sauce yes. <laughs> <laughs> just like dry I'm like she's gonna choke it's That's terrible. disgusting. Oh, it's so sad. That was nasty. And then, like, he's like kind of rude, to where he like comes yeah. in after his little date with, with his the, his excursion, and he's like, "Get yeah. out of bed." Yeah, and, and I'm like, rude. She's depressed, She's depressed sir. Um, the director uh, knows what the girls want, which is just a little bit of James McGardle's flaccid penis. Not a lot. Can't get too. Did not bad. expect to, to see just dong. Hung in just in a little moose boosh before we move on to. Um, <laughs> You know the larded oysters later. <laughs> um, so he's like, "Will you watch my wife?" And then she actually does, uh, uh, you know, have one of those like Victorian illnesses of just sort of like mel- melancholia. It was smel- yeah, yeah. I mean depression. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she proves to herself to be relatively useless yeah. <laughs> around the house. But then they go digging together. There's a frisón. Between them? Well, like, Mary is, like, rude as hell to her at first. Yes. I, we haven't needed to talk about, like, the, the body acting <laughs> that Kate Winslet does. What do you I, mean? Like, I just feel like every... She walks into every room with a harump yes. yes. You know? She... I've never seen her face look this, like... Determinedly, like, unpleasant like for very, so um... Old Testament. Yes. Yeah. And, and I honestly feel like, like uh, this, this movie, movie what, what it lacks, lacks in plot, is like, is like mostly a character study of her. And the, the Fiona, Fiona Shaw, Shaw character, like, like says something like that's like almost too on the nose about her. her later Mm -hmm. yeah and you're like oh yeah Yeah, that's that's, like the the key to unlocking unlocking the way that she behaves with with every single person person i mean she yeah she's very stoic um apparently the director francis lee did like did not recognize her when she arrived on set because she like so had studied this person yeah like apparently i i couldn't tell you what a dorset accent sounds like except for that right Uh, because apparently she nailed it and like just her general carriage yeah. was not Winsletty. No, it, it was, was like a, um, it, it was giving, giving very. I, I don't, don't care about what other people think about me. I'm a scientist. I'm, I'm like it. It was. I would say the closest thing that she's done in her career to that role is the reader. I never, I never saw, saw the, reader. the reader. Oh, don't. <laughs> like it's just sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray Fiennes does uh, an amazing job in it, but it will just depress you to no end. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Uh, there's a little, as I said, uh, frison, uh between the two of them, um, which starts to happen. Whatever she marries, like gets a little more tender. Starts like nursing Charlotte back to oh, well, health. The reason for that, though, is that uh, so as Charlotte's husband leaves, he's like maybe take some water, like take a take a swim or whatever. <laughs> take a salt tablet. And, and then they, they basically like have this. Her her inn has this has little like carriage. It's, it's like, like a. a What's, What's what, what do they call it those, those little things, things they carry you like, like a pa- palin... what is palan uh, oh, I, I don't, don't know what like and like
1: in, like in like Robin Hood the thing uh-huh. that uh-huh. Prince John Mar- Yes I, I don't know call? what the word is Anyways it's, it's like this like they carry
0: like a room on sticks Oh and like that's an and that's the toilet I I needed more context on that toilet but Was it a toilet I thought it was like a little I thought it was honestly like a little carriage device like a little room for her to be in in, in her swim swimming costume costume so that nobody could see her in. I it. I thought it was a toilet, and then and she got out, out off the these little steps. Okay. Out front and got into, got into the water. It was like a carriage device to get her to, get her to the beach. beach, so that like no one would have to witness. For her, yeah. So, yeah, so for, for her, her like modesty, modesty or whatever. Oh my goodness. And then she, she cl- like she gets out, like, gets out in the water and it's like brutal. brutal. Like the winds or the waves are just like yeah. That seemed like the kind of cold that would just be like needles. You know. Yes, and like it it like launches her back into the the ladder of her little room. Yeah. Anyways, so she. She, she climbs, climbs back up, up and, and then, like, immediately gets sick, sick of course. Okay. Um, she, she gets, gets a, a fever and um, marries. like, maybe she went bathing. And, and then the doctor, doctor said, ah, oh, oh, yes, water, water doctor. doctor. Oh, <laughs> I was that doctor was really cute. He, he was, was so cute. cute. He yeah. was apparently in, so the director, Francis Lee, did God's Own Country, which was, like, a gay romance. Oh, yes, with, with Charles with from, I haven't, I have not watched it yet, but I think the, the gentleman who played the doctor was the other lead. Oh. Is that a period piece? I don't know. <laughs> I look looking up? <laughs> um, but, I, okay, so Mary goes to Fiona Shaw's character. Now, I didn't know Fiona Shaw was going to be in this, but I did know. You, it's it's like, like in your bones, bones, you know. Right. As you like, said, she's like contractually, contractually obligated to, to be offered a role in any queer period piece. That is true. It's, it's canon. canon. It's canon. So she goes there to get a salve, and the woman is like, keep your coins, they're hard-earned. <laughs> um, and Mary's like, take my freaking coins, I hate you. There's clearly ex-lover tension. Yeah, her name is Elizabeth Philpott, and she is also a paleontologist. Okay, that's really cool. Who's like, like 20 years older than Mary. And like, they... It would have been cool for them to tell us that. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I had to look this up. I know, they, they had, had um, collaborated. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean and... It, Make makes sense, sense that maybe they, they had been lovers. I don't it. know. There's, There's so, so much we, we don't know. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um. So the doctor comes by and he's like, hey, you did a really good job of getting Charlotte back to health. Would you ladies like to um, come to a night of music at my house? Now this is where the tension starts to build. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the line, like, Charlotte and Mary started sharing a bed, which makes good sense. Um, mm-hmm. But the scene where Charlotte comes down in that green dress and Mary's like, Okay. Oh, yeah, that's so for that, that party. party. Yeah. So I guess I also, also want to, to back up just a hair, hair, sorry. Before, Before the, the mess with the being invited to this recital, they show um, Charlotte, Charlotte outside admiring a baby and, like, talking and to the, the mother. And then and a few minutes later when she goes... outside outside to go get coal she comes comes back inside inside and just like breaks down. oh see i miss when she like talked to the baby i guess yeah okay because i could not understand why the coal made her cry yeah Yeah, it was the baby baby. and then um so so that that night she's in bed and like kind of recovering and she looks at mary who's like sitting in a chair and like sleeping in a chair and she's she's like you look really tired like you can't keep keep sleeping sleeping in that chair chair. do you want to come get in the bed um because yeah, Charlotte or Mary's like, well, do you want to go back to the end? And she's like, like not, not really. really. Do you, you want know to I mean? In the bed, with it's me? like a classic fan fiction way to like force the, the right. end of the character. Right. So, so that then, yeah, the yeah, cutie doctor comes, comes by and invites Mary, Mary to the recital. recital, and she's and like, not that my friend. Music. <laughs> I mean that that party was uh, interesting to me. Yeah. Like that, they had a projector going with like paintings and like all single cellists. It feels like the kind of party I would throw now. Yeah, it's like well, it's a testament to like boredom. Yeah, like, people will want to find a way way to gather gather and do something that is, like, fun and cultured, no matter matter how small the town is (laughs) that they live in. Or, like, how how depressing depressing the environs are. Yeah, while they're they're getting getting ready, there's lots of moments. Yes. Yeah, the green dress one was like, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, And And Charlotte, Charlotte like, dots dots some perfume on Mary's Mm wrists. It's, It's like, very very sensual. It is. So, at the party, um, Mary, like... Goes outside for a cigarette. Like, she's just stressed out. I love her sturdy Barbie walk. The <laughs> sturdy Barbie. Like, right. it's a wide gate. <laughs> um, she goes outside for a cigarette, and then, like, I guess in the the hokum of it all. Yeah. Um, Charlotte ends up sitting with Mary's old lover. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, thank you. And then she's, like, pissed off. She goes home. Um... When, when Charlotte, Charlotte gets back, back, she sees that Mary has been journaling. She's like, what did you write? And, and it was like a poem, poem about like being alone. Oh, yeah. And Charlotte and says, you were the most fascinating most person there tonight. And I think the most beautiful. Okay. The level of Mac that she laid down there. Okay. okay I, was I was like, like wow, Charlotte is making... is making moves. I did. I could not tell. Have I, would have even, I would not have guessed. I would not have <laughs> guessed either. I would not have guessed. And I was uh, just pleased as punch that that was how that shook out. Same. Um. So... I guess is it like the next evening? I don't know. At some point Charlotte's like I gotta wash my tools. Like whatever. (laughs) You know. I think I nailed the Dorset accent. Yeah. She's washing her tools and Charlotte's like, um why don't, why don't you, you come? come what if I smooched you yeah I <laughs> started start smooching mirror. and then just an eruption of petticoats yeah in immediately the air. start having sex like, like right there in the, the kitchen. kitchen wham bam thank you madam <laughs> um, I'm like what if your mom comes in this oh, is a shared hi, space like, <laughs> I, I do get stressed out when sex scenes are in shared spaces <laughs> that, <laughs> that, like, that, that is that is Chekhov's dildo <laughs> it really is it just doesn't need to happen that no. way I guess that I've always been a very good roommate <laughs> and I <laughs> wouldn't do that <laughs> um but, but the, the next, next scene the next day they're like out on the beach and mary's eating like an egg oh and- my god that killed me like <laughs> immediate post-coital smash cut to a hard-boiled egg on the beach and charlotte's making a daisy chain. chain i was like ah oh, yes the two genders <laughs> sack yourself a hard-boiled egg, <laughs> and, and then, then- um like, it's so this scene is so pretty to me, though, because it's like completely wordless. Mary, like, takes her shoes, takes her socks off, takes off her like sweater, mm-hmm. basically gets undressed down to just her shirt, and like just goes in the water. And like, Charlotte follows her, and then they like end up kissing in the water. It's like very lovely and romantic, but it's like a completely wordless scene. There's, There's, like, like you probably, like, 50 words in this whole movie. movie. It's, it's, like, so, so quiet. There's an economy of words, I would say. <laughs> it re- it reminded me of, it was, like, Regency Jean Dealman at mm-hmm. a point where it's just, like, uh, I guess I'm going to watch her cook for three hours, <laughs> take a cursory bath in the kitchen with a rag on a stick. Do you remember <laughs> that scene at the very beginning? No. Her mom's I'm... her mom's making eggs. There's, I don't know, the, like, what the significance of one of those eggs, like, having a chicken body in it was, which was nasty. Nasty. But... Like, Mary's in there, like... <laughs> I didn't like, know that was why, why she, she had thrown that egg, egg away. Yeah, did you see it? It was Ew. really nasty. Ew. She, like, boiled it, too. Ew. I know. Also, everything they ate, I was like, like oh, this like clear oh. broth yeah. of cabbage. And I can't it. tell you that I've had Claret, but something about the word to me tells me that I I'm don't not like it. it. I I'm not going to like just, it. I don't think I like it. It sounds I like it's too sweet. sweet. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm know. Not, well, well just like it. if someone drank it at that time, no. Yeah, yeah. no thanks. There's also, so somewhere in here...
1: I think it was actually the
0: night that Charlotte invites Mary into bed. She asks Mary something about, do you have children? And Mary's like, no. And she said, I'm sorry. And she's like, why would you be sorry? My mom had 10 children. Um, Two of them died before I was born. I remember four or five. Basically, she's like eight of her 10 children have died. And that's when I put together her mom has been like polishing Eight figurines. Oh, over and over again. And she gets mad at her babies. Yeah, she gets mad at Charlotte for like washing them, and, and she's like, like, "I was I trying to help." And she's like, "Those are my babies." Okay, I did not realize that. That it's is really depressing. Sad. Uh, you know what I? And I'm, I'm reading this um directly from Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, DM me if you want um, tips on how to access this level of research. Uh, I am very skilled in it. But, <laughs> um, so this is. Uh, on August 19th, 1800, when, um, Mary was 15 months old, an event occurred that became part of local lore. She was being held by a neighbor, Elizabeth Haskings, who was standing with two other women under an elm tree, watching an equestrian show being put on by a traveling company of horsemen. Just think of a more English sentence. Oh my God. When lightning struck the tree, killing all three women below. And Mary lived? Mm-hmm. Onlookers rushed the infant home where she was revived in a bath of hot water. A local doctor declared her survival miraculous. Anning's family said she had been a sickly baby before the event, but afterwards she seemed to blossom. For years afterwards, members of her community would attribute the child's curiosity, intelligence, and lively personality to the incident. Man, it's like those three women's spirits like inhabited her or something. Interesting that you went straight there. I went to, like, she died and came back. Could, Could be. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Uh God. yeah, so anyway, these two carry on a bit of an affair. There is a course uh what you- that Charlotte Murchison is eleven years older, is so that what just yes. found out? I knew that's what you're gonna get onto. Yeah, it's crazy. There's we'll we'll talk about this in a moment. But just to wrap up the plot, the affair carries on. Um boring husband comes back and like or er, calls after Charlotte and has, like, come to London. Yeah. yeah. Charlotte invites Mary up and is like, "Come live with me." They, they have, have one, one more go, go though. That's different. like they have a pretty intense go of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Mary's, Mary's mom dies. Mary's mom dies. There's that conversation with Fiona Shaw's character. Yeah. She, she says, says, "You seem to do everything you could to be distant." To be distant. Mm-hmm. Eventually, Eventually, I just I stopped stop trying. trying. Yeah. I'm, oof. So in London, she's like, um, "What? you were just gonna like have me live here without like talking to me? This feels like a trap." Yeah, um, she gets to she, she goes, goes sorry, Mary, Mary takes, takes a boat to, boat mm-hmm, to London to visit Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. And Charlotte which, is like Charlotte's like, I've got, got a room for you. I, I like made dresses. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm I'm like, like it's kinda of kind of like putting, putting Calamity, Calamity Jane out. in like yeah, a fancy well, dress. That that did ring true to me. Um so they have like a, a fight and Mary goes to the museum. Yeah. yeah. Sees the things that she's exhumed, like out. And then the final scene is that she's looking at the ichthyosaurus and looks up and like Charlotte is there. Yeah. So it's like mm, they work it out. I don't know. What's so interesting is she says your proposition, proposition makes me feel like some fancy bird in a gilded cage. A gilded cage. And, and then like, like that, that ichthyosaurus looked look like, like a prehistoric bird and it's like yeah. in a oh. gilded cage. Oh. Like next scene. Oh my goodness. Yeah. She reads books. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Um. I was so curious to see. Like, okay, tell me about this affair. Um, and I am always in the corner of if there's a chance some gay shit happened, it definitely it did. did. Yeah, there's people, people were bored. bored. <laughs> people, it, people were bored. They didn't have TV. They, heart, they had they like five, five books. You didn't have access. So everyone was falling in love. And people just be having sex. Oh yeah. Just yeah. For fun. yeah, that's just probably to, just to, just to kill, kill time. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, what was that? What is that? James, James Austin, come on. Uh, was it Love and Friendship, that Jane Austen movie where they just walk around the room? Yes, yeah, <laughs> no, that's in Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. Matter, like, but... Should we take a walk around the room? Like, oh my god, <laughs> kill me. Was I was just, just listening to an episode of Noble Blood, Blood, like right before you got here, that was about um, 1891, a, like, like a group of 15 Prussian nobles. They like went like, on a ski party, and then like, they were like, you know what? While our clothes clothes are drying out out by the fire. We should definitely all doink. And And they had an (laughs) orgy. That does not surprise me. I mean, it's like... It was was nobles? Yes. Oh, they got it in all the time. Yes. Orgies were, like, part of it. Yeah. Yeah. They also had tattoos. Right. Right. Well, Well, there's, like, a a lady that I follow on uh, Twitter who's, like, a medieval um, medieval, um, historian. And and she she talks talks about about how, like, when people invoke this idea of some, like, past where everybody had these, like, very strict sexual mores and you know people didn't used to just be out in these streets like mm. she was like you're yeah. not reading any history yes you, they dump or just, like, yes they <laughs> have been for all of humanity oh, that is literally that's how still we got here, here. <laughs> people <laughs> just like they just be like, having, they just having sex right just <laughs> so, like straight up and like good for you have it don't have it like do what right. you want to do. do what you want to do um as long, as long as it's all consensual, consensual yeah whatever. obviously that but, like i think you oh, know people back then and especially like the way people thought about, like, women getting up to stuff, mm-hmm. it kind of, like, it depended on who you were talking to. I think, you know, pastors and, like, conservative politicians would probably, like, wring their hands and be like, it's the filth of society. But I think most people would be like, hey, it's just two girls being girls. Right. Just just, <laughs> just girls being ladies. friends. Just ladies being ladies. So all this to say, like, anytime there's a hint that, like, um, you know, there was a, a gay relationship. I always believe it because there's so much like erased queer history. Yep. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest is pretty, pretty thin evidence. here. <laughs> pretty thin evidence. Um, Mary Annie was friends with the, the couple. Like she was yeah. friends with both of them. Like yeah. there's, there's plenty of reason to believe that baked white fish, no sauce. It was, um, right. a, Perfectly nice man. Probably not. Well, so, but it says Charlotte became, became Roderick's Robert's constant companion, companion during his travel yeah. studies and field work working alongside him. So it, it seems like they actually they had a pretty had a good, good relationship. Nice marriage. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she was 11 years older than Mary Anning. So, so why would they, they, they not cast it in reverse? Why not make, make Sersha be Mary Anning? Mary. I mean, it for, I don't know. So cinema, I meant, like the cinematography, cinematography of it, so it it makes sense this way. Cinematography. It made more sense that way. It felt like character wise it, it made more sense, sense for kate, kate winslet, winslet to be the, the one, one that's like, like a little more sturdy beaten. yes yeah uh, uh, like yeah i don't i don't know i'll tell you this too um this is just a stray note that i wanted to put at the top here uh do you know that women are naturally good climbers I, I did not, not know that, this. Yeah, it's because we have like we tend to uh, engage our leg muscles more. Mm. Um, so when she was climbing that thing, I was like, "You were born for this. <laughs> Get it, girl. <laughs> you did it." Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of reason to believe that Mary Anning just loved a sort of quiet life. But at the same time, like who knows? And then when pressed about this, Frances Lee was like. Um, I literally don't care if that wasn't real. <laughs> like, he was like, basically, he was like, there are so many um, gay relationships that have been erased by history. So, like, I can create one if I want. Why what not? are you going to do? Sue me? Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I had never heard of this woman before. Charlotte Murchison. certainly not Charlotte Murchison. (laughs) Wouldn't it be weird if I'd heard of her? Yeah, that (laughs) would have been weird. I haven't heard of Mary Anning. It is interesting that, like, the basically the only movie about her is very little to do with, like... Her actual, like, life and work. Because that would be boring as shit. That would be the driest movie of all time. I mean, and this was... Pretty dry. I mean, that was also pretty dry. Aside from it being like, Sersha like, Ronan <laughs> rode Kate Winslet's face, and I still can't tell you that I would recommend this movie. <laughs> I know that was so. When this first came out, or when, out, or when the trailers first started out, coming out, started out, out um, Jill Gutowitz on Twitter was being hysterical, hysterical. And, and she, she was like, like, oh, like, "Oh yeah, she's never not. Oh, she's so funny." But she was like, "Why is it that every lesbian movie has to have like?" two depressed women in bonnets like grazing each other's hands and staring out into the ocean or whatever and parker said he had seen a couple tweets about it that were like let lesbians have electricity (laughs) no it really is like such a uh unique phenomenon right now um which i will say this is this um movie will live in the shadow of portrait of a lady on fire oh yeah unfortunately yeah uh, and it's no fault of this movie, it's just that, like, that was, um, an achievement right. of a film, uh, and this was... Alright. Yeah. yeah. I, I think if I had, had seen this, like, night. in an afternoon, afternoon matinee, matinee at, like, Violet Crown, I, I might have been, been like... A little plate of hummus? Yeah, yeah, I might have been like, that was, was a, nice a nice little, little afternoon. afternoon. You know? Yeah. That's exactly the kind of, um, purpose of this movie. It was yeah. like, uh, what was that movie I saw with Anna at Violet Crown I think about all the time? Beatrice at Dinner. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I I wouldn't. A nice little art house, two and a half hours. In the now times, I would never be like, let me put my book down or uh, forego my walk today to see Beatrice at dinner in bed. Right. Right. It just wouldn't happen. Right. But it belongs in those places. Right. Um, Yeah. I mean, here's what I'll say about this movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, Honestly, both both of of these women women. Step on my neck. Like Oh yeah. I texted Lindsay last night. It was like <laughs> Sarah Sharon like run me over with a horse and buggy challenge.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just
0: please. Um and they were like just of course they became fast friends. Um well, a game seem like the game. Coolest they're people. like the best actresses in the game. Oh well, Kate Wins or, or Kate Blanchett, Blanchett, ma'am. Of course, of course. Um no, when well, am well, I, I gonna see, see a Winslet Blanchett, Blanchett collab? collab. I'm here for it. I'm ready for it. Um, I I am. I will I'm match waiting. the energy of it. I'm waiting. Uh, what would you like to watch next week? Well, that is a great question. Mm-hmm. uh Let's pause and discuss. All right, folks. We have landed on Lady Macbeth, starring Florence Pugh and Cosmo Jarvis. Who <laughs> we don't know who that is. We don't know his them. name I'm is. Fun. So excited to learn. Um. What. Is this streaming a pen? It's on Amazon Prime. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, um, do you have anything else you want to say about Ammonite? Um, No. I mean, no. 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 All right. uh, Y'all have a great week, and we'll see you next week with Lady Macbeth. All right. Bye.